Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Today's show of Zane and Dunn is brought to you by FanDuel.com. Here to talk about that real quick with me is Josh, our office football nerd. Player. You played football. You yes. do not currently play football. No, it's like the president. Like once you're president, you're always the president. I don't think that's the president. Oh, so okay. So player. joining me today in the office is footballer there Josh Joshua Dean, number thirty-two. Number thirty-two. Yeah. Who else was number thirty-two? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Good for you, Marcus Allen. Well, you know, millions of people have been playing fantasy football. When did it get popular? Seven years ago. Seven years ago. You said with such just such know. distinction. I don't... I don't know the history of fantasy football. Usually, people laid out. They pick it. They can make trades. And at the end of the season, one person wins, right? Yeah. Or is it a few people that win? It's ranked. Probably ranked. first, second, third. First, second, third. Uh, now, there's something called FanDuel at FanDuel.com where you can win actual money. So, Chris Prince. You know about, okay, you know about this guy. I know, have you I heard about yeah, this guy? Yeah. He won he, like uh, half a million bucks or something. Yeah, he was a postal worker and he won like... Four hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars. Playing on Fanduel. That is fantastic. I wonder if he is currently a postal carrier. Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars playing fantasy football. It's one, it was one season too. Yeah, it's real money, real cash payouts. You can win at, at, at the end of the week. Yeah, it's all. It's every week. Every week. You don't have to play an entire season. You can play one week and take a week off. Set up a new lineup each week, and you can win if you are good enough. If you're not good enough. Well, maybe you should do it anyway. Maybe get, learn and get better. And they're paying out like $135 million this year. This year alone? Yeah. $135 million. All right, so go to FanDuel.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code Zane, Z-A-N-E. Sorry, Dan. And sign up today. <laughs> for new users, FanDuel will match you dollar for dollar for up to $200. No, that's me. I'm matching them. FanDuel asked me if I wanted the money, and I said, no, I want to give back to the people. And I'm going to give the people back up to 200 bucks. I, I think it's just because that's all name, I have. That's Zane, all I have is 200 bucks. Z a n e. This is what gives. All them. I have is 200 bucks. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you're giving it to one person. No, is that not what this says? No. When I signed every, the per, every no, person I told that uses them, this code. I specifically told them dollar one person. Dollar for dollar, up to 200. No, bucks. I told them one person. So now the code works for every person. All yes. right, fine. Go and spend my money along with your money at FanDuel.com. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. But do it soon because it's ends Friday. Welcome to Happy Hour. I am Dan Dunn, and I am generally not useful around the house. And I'm Zane Lamprey. Yes. And? Putting on my best radio voice for you out there this morning. You know what's interesting is if you... I, I started off right off the bat busting your balls, and that's not cool. Yeah, we've, talked, okay. we, we've talked about that off the air. We've fought it, but we physically fisted We have. We've wrestled. What if you came back and like, I'm Zane Lamprey, and I'm actually pretty talented. Like, if you said something nice, that would make me feel more like shit. Kill you with kindness? Yes. My mom says to do that. I'm Zane Lamprey, and I haven't failed too often. That's not... Uh, that's not. That's not. That's nothing. Kind of nice. I don't understand it, so it's not going to make me feel bad or. Oh, or, you know, or you good. you often bring up that you've killed a number of networks, and I'm we, saying, I'm true. saying you really have it. <laughs> really in, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't not your three fault. Three networks down is nothing compared to. It's say, not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. We have Aiden Demarus with us. Aiden today. Demarus, with and who's us. coming later? Who's on his way here? Oh my God! What? Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is going to be with us today. Tomorrow is the premiere of the the tenth season. That's of tomorrow. Sunny? They are in. I thought there was. I think it's their twentieth season, which it's is probably, amazing. Yeah, it seems it's amazing. Like it, yeah. Those guys are clearing an easy five mil an episode. 
Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's impressive. And, and what do you make, Aiden? What do you make? For appearance. <laughs> well, you are the yeah. intergalactic booze overlord of Philadelphia Distilling you Company. How can you pay? You can't, if you have that title, money is completely irrelevant to you. I have no option whatsoever. Yeah. I don't even consider it. I haven't yeah. even seen money, cash money, in years. Yeah, exactly. Nobody charges uh-huh. you for things. You just you just oh. go through the universe. I just got this coffee from McDonald's you ha- for free. <laughs> Why did you go to McDonald's? When you could have gone to that. There's a nice coffee place, Jumpin' Java, across the street. You could have gone there. I did their drink list, so that I, j- I eat there for free. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's, thank you're, you. You're it, having, took, it took me a while. <laughs> you're having coffee, but I'm having... You're having a Bay Mary. Gin. Bay so you Mary. brought Blue Coat Gin. Is this another one of your products? What is this? Yes, it is. Uh, we got the Bay. The Bay Vodka is a Bay-seasoned vodka. That is why it's a little... Uh, crab on the front. It's crab. Mm-hmm. Look, but it's a nice-looking bottle. Isn't it's it? uh, Yeah, but the color of the liquid is not completely clear. No. It's got a little bit of tint to it. A little tint, a little something happening. Why is something? Because the Bay seasoning is like... I love the... the flavor. Um, the opening, like the the, the the bottle top on there, but it's taking you about ten minutes to get that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> first one. Is that license? Is this for me? I hope. Yes. Okay. Boom. Speaking of Syracuse, <laughs> I just I was just named uh, one of the top one hundred celebrities in Syracuse. Oh, really? And 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 so yes. What number? Okay, so I'm about like eighty five <laughs> or something. I'm, I'm trying to look here. Uh, Is I'm, Syracuse I'm, a big town? Um. Well. Okay. Hello. <laughs> That's, that's prob- Syracuse calling. That's, pro- <laughs> that's my one listener in Syracuse. It's probably Glenn uh, calling. Could be Glenn Howard. Could be, could be Glenn. I'm just going through, let's see, number, I'm not in the 90s. and So I, I have a, a quiz here. Here's the thing. We have Glenn coming up. We have quizzes about pe- famous people from Syracuse. But there's been a lot of, mo- I mean from, from Philly. I'm number 87. A lot of famous people are from Philly, um, including Rots. including you, Me. Dan. If, if I were going to be ranked, I don't think I'd be in the top five hundred. You are not famous necessarily or infamous. You're more unfamous. I'm unfamous. <laughs> unfamous yeah. in a way. And so I know you, we're going to play that game. I, I'm on the where are they ever list. <laughs> where you know, you know where are they, where were they ever? Why haven't they <laughs> yeah. Why haven't they started? Oh, Aiden, what is that? Smells good. And mm. I don't. I'm not a big Bloody Mary no. guy, but I'm going to I'm going to try it. Oh, thank you. So you're making a Bloody Mary with... Uh, yeah, tell us about this. Walk us through this. Okay. Thing. So it's the bay, which has this little seasoning. It's a chest bay seasoning. Can you just pour some in a shot glass so I can see what yeah. it's all, what's about? Here's yeah. a shot glass right here. You got one? Yeah. Okay. Classic ones. Anyway, it's got a little bit of a... It's like a little savory spin. So for a Bloody Mary, it's perfect. I use some spicy, really spicy, handmade, all fresh tomato juice uh, oh, yeah. and uh, lime. And you brought it's that amazing yeah. that you made it well, you with your hand it. and then put it in well, that really fancy Well, you pre-mixed bottle. it. Yeah, no, right? And put a price Does tag on it. Does this taste like crab? Because it has crab on the... No, but Bay Seasoning is notorious. Who's calling me? Oh, Who's that? Man, we are really killing we're, it. We're blowing up. <laughs> we are popular. <laughs> I'm telling you, Syracuse yeah, I like is that. furious right <laughs> Is that what's happening? <laughs> Sorry. Zane's going to get the phone. I should, no, no, I'm not getting it. I'm turning it off. It shouldn't be on. <laughs> but what was the idea? So what was the idea behind this? The idea, well, first of all, for drinks, uh, I think with a lot of flavored vodkas, a lot of them were going sweet and citrusy, and these guys, and Philadelphia in general, wanted to do something different. It's a. more savory city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's My a little hometown. salty. You could say salty. Yeah, it's a we salty, salty people. What so I miss? What I miss when I went to my Philly? Why, a why salty Bay town. seasoning vodka as opposed to all the other kind of? Have you food? ever drank from the Bay in Philly? I have. Tastes like a little salty. Tastes a little salty. Well, the Bay, the Bay seasoning really is more associated with Baltimore area, right. which is, you know, we, they say water just like we do in Philly. So yeah. Baltimore's like it's really our, good. Our baby, it's really, it's really good. good. Yeah, Isn't it? I almost wish that we mixed it with ice and tomato juice rather than this Bloody Mary mix that you pre-made. 
yeah. from the store. Because I feel like I would have gotten a little bit more of the the, the bait because it has a lot of seasoning seasoning to it, not spicy. No, I'm salivating. Good. That's why I'm mumbling. It's like also this. good. I used it in cocktail sauce. You can put it in the cocktail what? sauce, and then you can pour, That's you crazy. can pour this over you, like oysters, and then use cocktail. You sauce. didn't tell me that he was so crazy. Mm. He's nuts. That's, that I think outside good, the box actually, on, yeah. the, on the oysters. Yeah. Why? Why is the Bloody Mary? Why the Bloody Mary for the hangovers? What, what oh, is that? What do you mean? The what tomato, is that all about? The tomato and that, first of all, that tomato no. kicks you up. It saves you. No. Bloody Mary saves no. you. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it is a vehicle for alcohol. <laughs> that is it. No. It is a way of getting alcohol into your system without making you gag. If you did shots of tequila the next day, you would gag. Yeah. You can't drink a beer necessarily. A I, lot of people can. drink a beer when they're hungover. Okay, bad example. Fine. Shoot me down is for Is that it. why mimosas are so popular, too? Because they're, exactly. They're, they're no. easy. You they go are, down easy. You are getting the alcohol in a your system. A vessel for alcohol. It is oh, a vessel a for alcohol. You're getting... Yes, what are you... You're going crazy. I'm just going to... But why, off, Zane, Zane, Zane and Aiden, why of all of the vessels for alcohol delivery on the morning after, has the Bloody Mary become... The most the spicy renowned. I think you know what there is the okay. So they do say that spicy is good for hangover. They do say that salt is good for hangover, and they say that alcohol. Well, Bloody Mary has all those things. Plus, it seems like it's good for you because it has tomato juice and then a stalk of vegetable, you know, sticking out of it. So I no, think it seems good. That, they do say that cayenne pepper and lemon or lime, which are both in there, yeah. jumpstart your your liver. And help well, you're you're liver. you're also a doctor, right? <laughs> yes. yes. So, yeah, in your totally. professional opinion, right, is, I, is the Bloody Mary good that. for you? Yes. Well, so when I see patients just on Wednesdays and Fridays, yeah, I, it's I you know I mostly recommend cayenne pepper. But it, but that's just to crack their feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. By the way, should we put in a disclaimer right now? Aiden is not a doctor. The Zane Dunn Show does not condone drinking <laughs> alcohol for medical purposes. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about that for one second. The well, we no, do. yes, they we do. do condone. It. Right, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do condone, it. and right. and here is the reason. So, a, a perfect example, and this is when it's finally kicked in, and and this is sort I'm of like gin. No, no, it's, pretty, it's very good. The, the blue coat gin that we have here is alcohol infused with with herbs and stuff, but I believe it's distilled. Correct, yes. distilled. Yes. Okay, yeah. so the thing about okay, so I went to China, Hong Kong, right, and I think it's pronounced Hong Kong. I was about to do something like that, but I thought it would be uh, politically incorrect. Let me do it. Yeah, exactly. I'll leave that kind of stuff to you. So they have – so this doctor, this Chinese doctor, uh, mixes up about 50, 40 or 50 of these herbs that people need to to take. But they can't take them dry. Sure. And if you put them in water, it will go bad in about two days. So you put it in alcohol because alcohol preserves those herbs – Unless you drink them at a later time, they taste very similar to like Jaegermeister, Fernet, bitters, stuff like that. Right? So Peshaw's bitters wasn't he? He wasn't he a pharmacist? Uh, absolutely, yeah. right. absolutely. That's what I do with Rufinol. I just put it right into alcohol. It works <laughs> out really well. I don't think that that's necessary. <laughs> Let's do a uh, a quick quiz on Syracuse before uh, Philly uh, Philly representative gets here. Uh, um, Glenn Howerton shows up. Well, let me tell you, it's not really about the people from Syracuse. It's more about the fact that these are celebrities, and you you will take my quiz. Oh wait, you will, you'll take my quiz before the quiz. Shouldn't we give our sponsor? We probably should. Our sponsor some love. You know, kids, when I'm on the internet, I don't waste time with YouTube or Facebook or any of that stuff. You you know where I spend my time? Squarespace.com. Squarespace.com is the all-in-one platform. It makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. They have beautiful templates. You can they got the drag and drop functionality, so you can it's really easy 
to move stuff around your website when you're creating it. Responsive design that makes the website look great from every device. Your computer, your iPad, your phone, your uh, whatever else it is you're using to look at things on the intranets. They got a commerce platform. Makes you, you can set up a store if you want to sell things. I think if you are making a site on Squarespace, I'd love for you to send it in to us, and we can pick the best-looking one. Maybe we'll feature it on Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. You want to go to squarespace.com, you want to use the code ZANEDUN8. That is ZANEDUN8. Not seven, not six, eight. ZANEDUN8 at squarespace.com. Make a website. Send it to us. Tweet it to us. Send it on our Facebook. We want to check it out. And if it's if it looks like a great site, we're going to feature it on this show right here, squarespace.com. Thank you for reminding me because it's very valuable to have that sponsor to make our show available to our listeners. Yes. And now back to the program. Now back. We have to pick a buzzer noise. We have to check out. Is it you against me? Mm-hmm. Aiden against me? Yeah. But it has to be something to do with Syracuse. Or, you know what? Why don't you use uh, Blue Coat? You want you to be Blue Coat and, and be you be bay. Old Bay. I'll be the Bay. The Bay. The oh. Bay. The Bay. The Bay. Old Bay is the, is the seasoning that it uses or is... Yeah. is fi- okay. Well, it's the Chesapeake seasoning, but they don't use Old Bay. It's just Bay seasoning. It's similar. Similar. Yes. Inspired. It smells really good. It smells really good. Sorry, I don't know. What happened? It smells really good. You got me, me piqued my interest with this oysters. I want want the oysters. I want to pour that. Pour it over oysters. You pour it over oysters and then you put it in the cocktail sauce. Oh my God, that's amazing. They have oysters across the street at Black Market. There you go. So, What is this a bottle? Yeah, let's do that. What's this Fail. Huh? Fail. Sorry. Yeah. Because, yeah, you could have. What's this go for? Um... Uh, la la la. Um, Twenty four ninety five. Really? Where's that in the in the in the range of what? The, I mean, what's it? The it's absolutes right around there, right? It, it, yeah, it, absolutes the same. So it's considered a luxury vodka. Twenty mm. twenty. Any time you get in that mm. that zone, but it's not a it's not an ultra luxury vodka like I may have like been Kaufman before. You can't know, but because people are pouring that out in the streets right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you'll buzz in, and I'll tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm this person, so I'm reading as though I'm this person. Okay. You guess who I am. I was born in the East Syracuse. I graduated with Bobcat Goldthwait. I do voiceover and did a voice for Scooby-Doo. I am the voice of SpongeBob. What is my name? The Bay. Yes. Rick Overton. That's not correct. <laughs> Whitney Houston. That is not correct. It is, it is Tom Kenny. So no, oh, no, one, on. no one gets that. Oh, um, damn it. drink. I went to school with Tom Kenny. <laughs> the Bay. No, yes, yes. The guy you just said. Yeah, I just said. God, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you paid that much Who attention. Who did he just say in the first question? I, I was born in East Syracuse. I graduated school with Bobcat Goldthwait. Goldthwait. Oh. Yes, what's your... Ah, okay. Oh. Neither one Blue of you. It's so horrible. It's really bad. <laughs> I was born in Chittenango... Just east of Syracuse. I was a writer. I'm now deceased. I wrote the wonderful run. The I wrote wonderful? the w- <laughs> wonderful world of the wit of. Oh, I wrote the Wizard of Oz. Oh. oh. The Bay. Yes. The Tin Man. That's not correct. That's not correct. Aiden looks like he may have it. I got this one. Mm, I have had this one. No. Okay. Frank Baum. Yep. Judy Garland. I was born in Syracuse. I was posthumously inducted into the TV Hall of Fame. I hosted Twilight Zone. Oh, the the bay. Yes. 
Rod Serling. Wow, we got one. All we right. got one. Double D. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I can I amend? Blue coat. Yeah. Rod Sterling. Serling. No T. Serling. Is Serling. it? Yeah. You just got negative point for get, for getting cocky. Um, I, get I grew up in Cortland, just south of Syracuse. That close to Portland? I re- no, it's, a, it's no. I replaced Ozzy Osbourne in Black Sabbath. I sang the hits "Die Young" and "Neon Lights." The no. Bay. Yes. Randy Rhodes. No. Ronnie Dio. Oh, Ronnie G. Wasn't that the... Uh, Randy Rhodes was the guitar player. Wasn't that the one that was based... That the uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, the rock yeah. star was based out uh, of? Of Ronnie James Dio, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Here we go. We're getting close to the end here. Uh, I went to SUNY Oswego, about 40 minutes north of Syracuse for two years, and then I dropped out and went to Queens College. I should not be on this list at all because I'm a New Yorker and have nothing to do with Syracuse. I'm a little pissed at this point. I'm a comedian. In my TV so- show, I drove a Saab. My TV show was about nothing in particular. The Bay. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld. That is correct. Uh, whoops. Sorry. Really? And he's from Syracuse? Really? No, he's got nothing to do with Syracuse. And they he's put on the, the list? They put people that went to Syracuse University. This guy, he went to SUNY Oswego, 40 minutes north of Syracuse, for two years, and he went All to these- Queens College. And they're saying he's one of the top people to come out of Syracuse. I'm number 87. They had I'm that. saying I should be number 20. And you graduated from Syracuse. And I, and, no. Oh. But I graduated from from Cornell. They added padding just to make him not so high up on the list. For, yeah. for, they, they were like, we can't this, have Zane it gets, Lamprey it gets be worse. one. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Seinfeld once visited Syracuse. Let's put him on Barack the list. Yeah. Barack Obama. Well, this one's this one's pretty took bad. Classes there. <laughs> my mom lives in Syracuse. That is my connection. I get angry on planes. I like words with friends. The Bay. The yes. Bay. Ah. Alec Baldwin. That is correct. Damn it. You are killing it. These are now worth uh, triple points. You have three. And you have three. These next two ones, these last two questions are worth triple points. Um, so I could still win. I could clean house on the, on the triple round. Oh, no, this is the last question, so it's worth four. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I got braces at a late age. In a movie, I wore a helmet with my character's name on it. Blue coat. Yes. Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Yep. And she wore a helmet in... Oh, you're talking about that movie yeah. where she wore braces in a... Yeah. Or the red, headgear? No. No. She still did that, though. I spontaneously danced on Oprah. The show, not the, the person. Yes. Tom Cruise. Yes, that is he correct. He late braces? Yeah, he did get late braces. Uh, so you uh, ended up with six points. Aiden, you ended up with none. You Negative. apparently Negative. hates you hate, you, you hate Syracuse. Why? <laughs> Why don't you love Syracuse? Frank Whaley is on that list. I know Frank Whaley. Bobcat Goldthwait, number three. Tom Kenny, number two. And Tom Cruise, number one. And Al- Bob- Wait. Bobcat Goldthwait is number three, and you're number 87? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wow. happens. <laughs> Who the hell is between you? Who else is from... Johnny Syracuse? Messner, actor from Tears of the Sun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michaela Watkins, currently in The Groundlings. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Uh, is, this based on your, is this based on your Google number? Or, I don't know. Like, where'd, you get, where'd they come up with this? I mean, but like Tom Cruise was born there and then bolted. Yeah. Like, you know? Shaban Falan, number eight. Shaban Falan? Yep, she... I just had, one of, I just had a Shaban Falan. You know who she was? This, she was in Men in Black. She was... You know, she always talked like this and kind of mumbles the words together. She was, she was the, the wife of the guy who became a bug. From the original Men in Black, or maybe he was number number two. What? The guy became a bug, and she's talking and like. And she's the eighth most famous person. Yes. If you have to do an impression of her to get it, 
Uh, is this based on taxes? Tom <laughs> Tom Felicia. He was one of the um, Queer Eye guys. Uh, and then... Uh, wait a second. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy... This Okay, this guy used to work for me at my internet company. Now he's an actor, David Greenman. And uh, he's done a bunch of stuff. Like, like, he was on Bones. He was in a bunch of things, but... Come on, man! I'm gonna fucking fight this guy now. How is how the hell is he number seventeen and I'm eighty seven? Who's his PR guy? It's pretty. He's pretty good. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. man. Maybe you Who need to get a social media. How it, That's my question. Oh wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait. Oh, you know what? I apologize. I'm looking at the wrong list. This is IMDb's list, on which I'm number thirty one. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. What the hell is wrong with you, Zane? Why do you give a shit? All right. Listen up, all of you football fans out there. If you think that you know football better than people playing on the field, then you need to be part of FanDuel.com. It's a fantasy football league. They don't have to wait the entire season for and figure out if you win at the end. You can win real big money every week. If you have any doubts, know this. Chris Prince a postal worker, an avid fantasy football and fantasy sports player, has won over, are you sitting down, $492,000 playing fantasy sports at FanDuel.com. So go check out FanDuel. Do what I do. Go there and pick players that you think will win <laughs> and put them on your team, and you will conquer the world. I mean, think about that half a million dollars playing fantasy football it's amazing we have a new special if you use my exclusive code zane sorry dan FanDuel will match every dollar you deposit up to 200 bucks that's 200 dollars of free money and they would like me to tell you that this deal will not last long so go to fanduel.com f-a-n-d-u-e-l.com and sign up today here's how you do it go to fanduel.com Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code, Zane, and sign up today, and they'll match you dollar for dollar up to 200 smackaroonies. So go to FanDuel.com and stop watching the game and start playing it. That's what you have to do, people. Come on. Don't just yell at your TV. Put your money where your mouth is. FanDuel.com. All right. Um, we are we are anxiously awaiting the Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Mm. Well, let's talk about where he is. He is, he is across the street at, the, at CBS Radford Studios. I don't know if we can say what he's doing because maybe they don't want to know. That's fine. He's doing a guest appearance yes! on, on another show. On another show. Yeah. So he's across it. Oh, they, at some point, they we'll will. We'll ask him when he comes in. At some yeah. point, they will. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be taking sips of Old Bay. Yeah, do it. And for every minute that he's... Uh, he's not late be, because, he just, said, because he said, I'll be there when, when, I'm, I, done. when, when I'm done. Yeah. Just be trashed when he gets here. What else can you make with this? What else can you make with this then besides a Bloody Mary with this the bay? so good. Um, I also have been making beer cocktails with it as well. I'm so excited to put it on an oyster. I want to punch you in no, the face. No, I know. I, I, like that's, I, but it has nothing to do with like anger or anything. Like, no, do they have, they have oysters up. at Trader Joe's? <laughs> if they do, you, I don't know if you want to roll it to that. <laughs> I bet they have fried and frozen ones, which would be weird. I don't even trust their chicken sandwich that's pre-made, so you don't want to go too crazy. Really? Yeah, yeah oysters. Yeah. Oysters from a... Yeah, but that is a fail. Damn, I should have brought that. Who would huh? be? Would oysters who be? Although, who would have shucked them, though? I would have had to have a Josh. Because you got to shuck oysters. Nobody does to-go oysters from okay, restaurants, by the way, do they? By the way, I did an oyster shucking challenge in Key West, and I won it. 
Really? One. Oh, yeah. all right. So I would have yeah, just brought I a knife. Did, I did not cut my so hand. So then we could have done it. We could have brought some oysters. You no, know, we're going to do this again. I'm and, bringing uh, some oysters. Next please time please bring sure. some oysters. That's happening. Because it's, it's really. So you just pour it all over the top of it. Little now, let's go. I was going to say. By the way, hot off the presses, email go. Glenn, Glenn Howerton. Go. I'll wrap here in about 10 to 15 and head straight there. I'm at Universal. You know uh, what that means? I say we take a break an and hour. go look for some oysters and come back. Let's do it. Howerton. Let's all do right, it. Here we go. We'll be right back with Glenn Howerton. Ladies and gentlemen, the dentist system is a comprehensive approach to seduction that I have perfected over the years. See, my success with women does not solely stem from my good looks and my charm. There is a careful, systemic approach that has allowed me to become the playboy that I am today. A playboy? Is that how you see yourself? Yes. He has banged a lot of chicks. You know, just shut up, D. Shut up. Now, the first step to any erotic conquest is to D. Demonstrate your value. In this most recent case, my subject was Kaylee, a cute pharmacist. I demonstrated my value to her by filling a prescription. I told her, it's for my grandmother. She's quite ill. Thus demonstrating my value as a loving grandson and an all-around great guy. You're forging prescriptions now? That's the easy part, D. I would have gone in and bought a box of Magnum condoms. Thus demonstrating that I have a monster dong. Right, that comes off a little bit desperate, Frank. Now, if you want to have a Magnum condom peeking out of your wallet when you go to pay, that's a different story. Did oh, you wanna... yeah, look at that. I love that <laughs> show. Why don't you just play I'm the whole fan. episode? I'm very excited. I was wondering yeah, if we were going, going to. We just, just keep playing it. Glenn Howerton with us here. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm so excited for the sunny I premiere. am a little drunk right now. And yeah. Dan, is embar- Dan is feeling like I might embarrass him. Why? Because you said don't embarrass me. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, that's the I'm first time. Now you've already embarrassed me. It was a pretty uh, clear indication. Sunny premieres tomorrow. By the way, we're using the magic of yes. <sighs> Sunday. Uh, why, did have to, why do you have to take the – people don't know when we're recording this. Why did you need to take the magic out of it right there? Because well, he was like, it doesn't premiere tomorrow. Could have winked. That's why they invented let's try, let's Winking. Let's try it again. Right? I would have thought that that was like two different things entirely. <laughs> that they're now, separate yes. things. Why he's wrong about my me? show, and he's hitting on me. And he's hitting yeah. on me. Wednesday, September 4th, 10 p.m. on FXX. Why the extra X? Well, it's a whole new channel. Okay. It's a whole new channel for FX that they're launching, and uh, we, I guess, are going to be the cornerstone of that wow. new network, wow. which is a huge responsibility um, and one that I don't take entirely all that seriously. Do you do you feel up to the challenge? I'm not doing anything differently. I'm just doing the same show that we've always been doing, and then I'm going to let them sort out the whole new channel aspect of it. That's I have nothing to do with that. It's like, here's the show. You want to put it on a whole new channel? Fine. Fine. Tenth season? You should do it different. Because it's been working this long. Right. So change it. <laughs> change it. Change do it. Some, do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Since it's going so well right now and you don't need to change it, you should jump the shark. You should find a way to do something to, to drastically change the program. Well, we've already jumped the shark. We jumped the shark uh, like season two. <laughs> um, and we went ahead and got it out of the way early so that we could just continue to jump the shark over and over again and not have any rules. I was thinking you could have Dan on the show. That would be the end. Yeah. That but would. normally you try to do something good when you jump the shark or do something bad. I, I, I guess I'm a little confused. It's you, bad. Jumping the shark's bad. Okay. And, so putting, and putting you on the show is bad. Would be bad. Okay. Yeah, so, be okay. not a good thing, okay. probably. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're in the, the same. I was looking. You know there's entire websites that are devoted to pointing out your fuck-ups? Oh, uh, yeah. really? I was on this TV. That's awesome. TV.com, and, and I was looking. I thought, who has time for this? It says <laughs> Tell me what, yeah. season seven, episode six, The Storm of the Century. Okay. The channel broadcasting from the Superstore could not have been emitting in 3D 
as not one but two cameras are needed to create a 3D image. Mm. There was only one camera. Mm, that's true. Recorder. I remember thinking the same thing as yeah. I was watching it. <laughs> that's funny because when I was a kid and I used to have 3D comic books, it was only one comic. I didn't have to look at two comics at once. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's wrong. That person's wrong? Yeah, okay. that, that person's an idiot. All right. Mm-hmm. This person. What were the – this is actually the, the dentist system, which I was we just one, heard. I, I was the one that wrote that one. What did the dentist system stand for? What was the acronym for? D was demonstrate value. We right. just heard. What was E? Uh, oh, boy. You're going to ask This me is like a, st- like, a, like a Star it's Trek nerd asking. You remember in uh, episode 57, like 30 years ago? There's, like a asking, lot of sunny, your there's a lot of sunny nerds that wish they could be sitting here now. It's like I, asking Gene Roddenberry questions about the original Star, about Star Trek. Trek. Well, it's engage like, physically. How many episodes have you physically. done? Uh, we have done after. Well, okay, so we just shot season nine, so now we've done 104. Right. If you count each two-part episode as as a separate, so you're asking him to remember a snippet from the script. Oh, oh, oh no! Listen, I've either written or rewritten them all. I remember all of it. Okay, what, what does the dentist system stand for? Uh, demonstrate value, engage physically, oh, I it, <laughs> nurture dependence, neglect emotionally, inspire hope, separate entirely. That's right. I, th- <laughs> I thought he paused because he didn't. I was trying to take the pressure off him. No. How did I look like a douche in that scenario? <laughs> did you know that in Season 5, Episode 9, the amount of water that was splashed on your sweatshirt changed between shots? Well, what, what, what episode is that? I don't know the numbers of the episodes. Mac and Dennis break up. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Good. That's what we're here to point out. Good, good, good. Your shortcomings. Anyway, I found this website that basically is pages and pages. I like that stuff. pointing out little things that you did. I like that stuff. And, and, you know, sometimes people catch some really interesting things. Like, for instance, um, we – what did we do? We previewed something from this season. What did we do? Maybe it was – oh, you know what I – I can't remember what it was, but somebody caught a clip of an episode that we're doing this year in which we show a, a portion of a videotape that our characters had shot in season three. And it was something that was in the episode that was seen through a camera that Charlie was carrying. But we learn later in that scene that Charlie didn't have tape in the camera. Therefore, it wasn't recorded. Therefore, the piece that we were showing in our new episode wouldn't have been on that tape because wow. it was never put to tape. Wow. So we actually went back. We, this is before we aired the episode. So now we went back and we actually changed it. They were somebody, right. Somebody would have. Oh, somebody pointed that out to you. Somebody pointed that out. I remember where they saw the clip. I, I don't remember. I'm trying to wow. remember Suspension what it was. Suspension of we, disbelief. Yeah. We should, oh, I know what it was. It was Charlie was on Conan and he showed that clip on Conan. And somebody pointed out, they were like, oh, that, that piece would not be on that tape because that wasn't actually recorded. You guys never recorded that. Is that and scary right. to have fans that are that into it? I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's amazing that they're paying that much attention. Wow. It's incredible. That's how I would answer pool that balls, on the air, too. Pool yeah. balls being in different positions on the table. Well, that's just scenes. continuity stuff. Let, let's... let's um, I want to know the story because Dan told me not to ask any questions, and so I didn't prepare, and now I wish that I prepared a little <laughs> bit. But um, I've heard the story of how you guys got your start. What, what's, how did, how did the show come to be? Well, we were, we were just shooting things on our own because we were just actors and we were tired of just auditioning. Out here or in Philly? No, in L.A. Okay. Yeah. In L.A., yeah. No, I'm not from Philly. I never, I've never lived in Philly, um, nor is Charlie. I've worked in Philly before, and I had worked in Philly before, but... Um, no, we we all lived in New York around the same time, but it, this was in L.A. and we just started shooting our own things. And uh, we we the first thing that we made was uh, a mockumentary in which Rob played uh, uh, Haley Joel Osment, already all grown up. This is in two. <laughs> that, that makes sense. That's amazing. Yeah, 
<laughs> this was this would have been ten years. This is back in two thousand three. So he was playing a, a grown up Haley Joel Osment, and Charlie was playing a grown up Frankie Muniz. And they were living in an apartment together, and after having both gotten out of prison, um, and I played their acting, their extremely uh, uh, garish acting teacher, and we just did this really stupid uh, mockumentary, and it was we had such a blast, and it was really dumb. Um, and then the next thing we shot was was a scene of a guy coming over to his friend's house to ask for sugar, and the friend tells him he has cancer. That eventually evolved into an entire episode in which we shot on our own, which eventually evolved into the show. Wow. Well, what's his name? Sam Witwer. Uh, yes. Stars on Sci-Fi's Being Human. Yes. I had Sam on the, my previous show, and Sam, I guess, we recruited him as a cameraman, right? Sam, uh, yeah, I've known, I've been good friends with Sam for many, many years. We went to school, we went to college together, and uh, and he's, he's still one of my closest friends. Anyway, Sam, um, I basically talked him into buying a camera, as I did, <laughs> as did, as I did with Charlie, and... Um, so we shot the whole thing with three cameras, and yeah, Sam was uh, was one of our original cameramen. Which uh, that's a, that's actually a really interesting fact, especially for fans of Being Human, because that's a huge fan base too for yeah. that show. Well, yeah. and and Star Wars fans too, because he's huge in the Star Wars world. Um, but not that he wasn't. I mean, he he was working as an actor at the time too. But he we basically just recruited all of our friends. I mean, Hornsby was a cameraman. I was a cameraman. Uh, Jimmy Simpson was a cameraman. What did, what did you remember? What would it cost you to shoot the the thing that would eventually get you the TV deal? I mean, it was nothing. The the, the biggest cost was I bought a camera, which I was going to do anyway because we were sh- starting to shoot things together, and so it was all, all the cameras were more like an investment. What did like, you get? What was it? It was the Panasonic DVX one hundred. Okay. Um, and then I think Charlie and Sam um uh, got got theirs later when the one hundred A came out. Nerd talk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, did you guys modify them with the chip? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, yeah, so that was the biggest cost. And then everything else was was really zero money. We borrowed a, a boom mic from a friend of ours, uh, a guy named Shiloh Strong, who um, is the older brother of Ryder Strong, who is an actor. Who, uh, <laughs> who we, yeah. who we guy, apparently these guys look him up. Look him up. Look him up. Look him up. Anyway, these are great guys. Google him. But, no, it costs us nothing. I mean, it was just the cost of the And then you go in, so it's not the Are you in the black yet on it? What's that? <laughs> oh, you made a profit on it. Oh, yeah, I thought you were making. Did you get their money back. The the cam- <laughs> you get your money back from the camera yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in the black on that. But yeah. you go in, so it's a non-traditional approach. Now you're not going in and pitching a show. You're just coming in and going here. Watch this. Yeah, watch the DVDs. This is this is the show. This is the cast. We're we're creating the show. We're producing it. It's it's this is this is it. And then what happened? Um, and then we 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 shopped it around to a bunch of different places. Um, and actually, quite a few of them. I mean, I think we got. There were three or four different networks that were interested in doing the show, but the but FX really they were the ones that that basically said to us, "We don't want to change it. We want you guys to do exactly this is the show. Wow. Let's do it." Everybody else had some ideas on how to change it, which is fine. We were open to open to anybody's ideas. It's just that none of their ideas were good. And FX said, uh, "We love what you guys do. We want you to go even further with it, and basically make the exact." And we ended up shooting the show. On those cameras, the the DVX one hundred A, and then eventually the B, <laughs> uh, for years. <laughs> How did Danny get involved? After season one, um, FX loved the show, but nobody watched it. Um, and they didn't have a tremendous amount of money to pour into advertising it and marketing it. Um, and they basically said to us, "We want to do more another season of the show, but we've got to bring something to our bosses at the high up level." 
to prove to them that it's worth us doing another sh- another season because the ratings didn't reflect that it was a hit of any kind. So they had a couple suggestions, and one of them was let's add a name to the show, which we were a l- we weren't excited about that because we didn't we liked we we wanted to keep everybody on the show almost practically anonymous. Um, uh, so bringing somebody high profile on was a little bit of a, a bummer to us, but we had already thought about bringing parental characters into the show anyway. And uh, John Langraff, president of FX, um, pitched to us Danny DeVito, and I mean he could not have named the yeah. a more perfect. I would actor. Yeah, I would think that that would be their reaction. Yeah, I mean he's just he, he his sense of humor, the kind of stuff that he's done, the darkly comic style of humor has. I mean, we were, besides just being fans, we just felt like he fit with the show. Really kind of well. seems like a team player, you know what I mean? You, you don't want to have one of those names that that's actually like coming in and knows what they're bringing in there. Yeah. Push, pushing their, their weight around and all that kind of stuff. He just we were concerned seems, he just about seems that. like one of, the, one, one of you guys. But even with him, we were concerned. We didn't know the guy, so we thought, I mean, this guy's is he going to want to be the yeah, star but, of the but show? you can take he... him. You know you could take him. <laughs> yeah, in a fight? Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But he came in and it just meshed from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, he basically said to us right from the beginning, he said, guys, I want this to be... This show is great because because it's an ensemble cast. It's There's no lead character. Um, I want to just... I, I want you guys to really work hard to figure out how to integrate me into the gang without it seeming uh, you know unnatural and you know he, he he kind of allayed all of our fears right at the beginning and said I don't want to be the lead of the show I don't don't worry I'm not going to come I want to just want to be part of the gang that's it yeah the fact that he even did the shows is really the story I mean that's that's, that's amazing. awesome yeah. it's crazy I mean I got to give props to Rob McElhenney because he went over to his house and basically talked him into it and um but but Danny was a fan of the show he'd seen the first season he was friends with John Langraff and uh his son is that me that's you. Oh, man. That's what your drunk ass did. See? You told me to turn my phone off. I, I didn't know that I left my phone on. You, we always, you're the guy who's always yelling at people. Um, anyway. So he gets on, and then, I mean, did the ratings turn around right away? They made a noticeable jump in the second season for sure, but it wasn't. It still wasn't a, like a giant hit or anything. I mean, we thought with, with him on it was just going to be huge. But again, they didn't. They, there wasn't a, a marketing budget for the show, or at least a big one. And FX was not known for comedy. So I think people were, I mean, we were the only comedy, there, I think it was maybe, there were two comedies before us ever, and they just got swallowed up. Because um, then it was, the big hits then were The Shield was on then, right, yeah. for them, and mm-hmm. uh, was Nip Rescue Tuck. Me on? Yeah. Nip Tuck, yeah. Nip Tuck, Rescue Me, and The Shield. And um, so, I mean, they were trying to open up their brand to a whole different... See, it's so funny because I'm from Philly, and so I met Rob and Caitlin at the shack at a Philly bar in Santa yeah. Monica, and everybody we knew they were extraordinarily famous you know like everybody knew Sonny you know I didn't right. realize that so we you know when they walked in the bar I think that was after the first season mm-hmm. everybody in the bar was, wow hey they're here it's like George Clooney walked in you yeah know? well but that's because it's a Philly bar but you know the one thing I'll say that right from the beginning and, and it continues to this day that's nice is that it's always felt like a hometown show it's always felt like that that show that you watch and you're like why isn't everybody talking about this so People feel a certain ownership over yeah. the show, and a, and a pride that they have seen it since the beginning, and 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 that they did they discovered it early, and and they're the ones that spread it the, the word to all their friends. So but you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were oh, you're oh, one Dan, of those. Dan, you did it. Oh, yeah, it was me. I would turn around. Well, you know what I'm gonna do right now, Zane? Trivia questions. How about how about my Philly I, quiz that I just put together? Here's what here's what was originally going on through in my head is yeah. that I thought he was from, from Philly. No, and you have a quiz about famous Philadelphia. Well, it's 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 in, uh, it's Philly. I was just gonna sit here. You'll both. Have I was gonna boycott equal opportunity it. to do. Poorly. You know, like that that prison that's doing that hunger strike. Yeah, you're not gonna do. No, I'm just saying. There's a what about a, it? Well, like okay, 
But they're gonna, <laughs> you know, they're like they're they're not eating. Yeah. No, but they 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 are gonna start. Uh, they can legally um, force feed them. That's true. Okay. So that they're 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 talking about doing that. But I think it's their you know it's like don't eat, don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so so when you had this quiz, I was just not gonna play. You're not gonna play. Well, it now was you gonna, should you should try it. I think you'll do okay. Now, by the way, so the whole now I'm gonna eat. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Give us our quiz music. Uh, we're going to need a buzz in. We're gonna, and, and by the way, we're playing. Oh, yeah. We're going to play for a bottle of Blue Coat Gin. Wow. Which is from Philadelphia. Wow. Okay. All right. There it is right there, bottle of Blue Coat Gin. But, we do need a buzz in from you, Glenn. It can be anything that we've discussed. It could be you know just any word. Maybe I'll go first to give you an idea. Means. Yo. Yo. That's mine. Right, that's yours. That's mine. So it has a Philly thing to it. Oh. Yeah. It can be anything. Oh. Maybe, you know what you, you should be? I see dead people. Because that was a that was a Philly oh, movie. Okay, yeah, that I see, but that's awfully long. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan Ingna was from he there. He does this all the time. He what if I, what if it's just Shyamalan? Shyamalan. Oh, that's pretty good. Yo and Shyamalan. Here we go. I might change mine. Start too. you off with the easy ones. Okay. Philadelphia is located in an area known as the What Valley. Yo, that's a Philadelphia Valley. That's incorrect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. What valley? The what valley? Hudson. That's still incorrect. <laughs> I haven't any idea. The Delaware Valley. Oh, sure. nice job. Sure. Philadelphia is one of how many cities to have all four major sports? Uh, yo. Four. St. Lamprey. Four. That's incorrect. Hmm. How many major cities? Metropolitan cities. Yeah, no, we got, we got have it. Have all four major sports? Uh, I'm gonna say none. None do. That's incorrect. <laughs> when his voice goes up, that was that was condescending. Okay, there like, are twelve cities. Like, oh, like, like, like you knew that before you you you, you researched this on Google. Your, don't 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 Alex Trebekas like you know the answer to all these. Walk yourself through New York City. No, so you're asking. We don't the wrong have time. Guy. I don't want the only thing. The only sport I watch time. is boxing. Yeah. All right. Don't ask me sports questions. And don't ask me sport uh, questions yeah. about Philadelphia. Or he'll go on a hunger strike. Let's go famous people. Famous people from Philadelphia. All right. Here we go. Sure. This actress got her first big break. Yo. Yes. Sandra Bullock. That's incorrect. Okay. (laughs) As Dr. Anna Delamico on ER. She went on to star in Coyote Ugly and has been nominated twice for Golden Globes, Best Supporting Actress in The Cooler, and Best Actress in a History of Violence. Glenn, you're up because Zane already got Tyra Banks. Uh, Maria Bello. Maria Bello, that is correct. There we go. All right. This guy starred alongside teen heartthrob Sean Cassidy. In the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mystery series. Yo! Zane Lamprey. Uh, his name was uh, Parker Stevens. That's Stevenson. Yes, we'll give it to you. We'll yeah, give it to you, Parker yeah, okay. Stevenson. All right. This Parker Hollywood Stevenson. A-lister made his film debut in Wet Hot American Summer in 2001. Is it a guy or girl? Oh, I got this. Uh, uh, Shyamalan. Bradley Glenn. Cooper. That's correct. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. All right, we're getting there. <laughs> this guy was the host of The Gong Show. Yo! Zane Lamprey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I, could, I, I got host scared. of the gun show. I got they made scared a, out of me. They made a movie about him. George yeah. Clooney made a movie. Oh. He, he wore hats. He wore lots of hats oh, over his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought he yeah. was a secret agent. Yeah. He was a secret agent. He was. Yeah. yeah. I'm forgetting his name. Chuck Barris. Oh, oh Chuck my Barris. God. Rob would have gotten that one. And finally, this comedian became the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson's most frequent guest with 158. Appearances on the tonight. Yo, Zane Lamprey. Jay Leno. No, huh. from Philly. Hmm. I, I don't. Jay know. Leno's from Boston. Okay, thanks. Oh God, uh, hundred. 
Richard Pryor? Nope. I don't know. David Brenner. David Brenner, okay. All right, there you Good. go. You guys don't know shit about no, Philly. No, no, I don't. Apparently, I really don't. don't. All right. Apparently, we don't. Uh, Thanks for making me look like a fool. Well, <laughs> we're about to do the same thing to Dan right now. Oh, what this is a... Uh, so here, here's what happens. If you you guess in, okay, yeah, and you, you can use you can use the shamlon. That was I think that was a very fun thing. And you can have you have your own. And then if it's, it has a number in it, which only only one does, if you're not right, the the other person can take the over or the under. Okay. All right. But I I, I thought they were all numbers. Do I need Just a buzzer? First in? one is yeah. So what's your buzzer? So at some point, silence is probably not the most effective buzz. Uh, I agree. Sunny. There you Ooh. go. Right. Give you a plug. Sunny. How much does the Liberty Bell weigh? Sunny. That was see, it's so dumb to. Okay, go ahead. A lot. No? <laughs> you want the over or under on that? I want, yeah, both. I want the over and the under. You get the over because it weighs <laughs> yeah. a lot, but compared to a cruise ship, okay, not, I'm gonna not guess. so much. I'm going to guess. Go for it. Four tons. Uh, that is incorrect. Dan, over or the under? The over. Under. Yeah, that's right. Although, how'd that backfire? Because he was wrong, and then you were... 2,000 pounds. A ton. Oh, a ton. One ton. Yeah. Is one ton 2,000 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. You yeah, that I did right. know that. How much is a ton? 2,000 pounds. pounds. Yep. Ah, damn it. <laughs> there is a museum in Philadelphia uh, dedicated to the works of a single great French artist. The uh, collection. What's my buzzing? Sunny. Sunny. Rodan. Oh, that was going to be my guess. You son of a bitch. The uh, collection of the artist's work in Philadelphia is the largest outside Paris. Who's the artist? Yes. Which famous type of hat was born in Philadelphia? Uh, Shyamalan. 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 The tricorner hat. Whatever the <laughs> fuck that thing's called. The uh, tricorner, the one they use in Star Trek? <laughs> no, the, the fucking, uh, the, the three-cornered... Oh, the, the Stetson. Sunny. Yeah. Stetson. Stetson. Yeah, he's right. Can't give that he said it. John B. Stetson. He's the guest. He's the guest. He began commercially manufacturing his famous hat in 1863 in Philadelphia with an initial investment of $100. It famously has three corners. I made the last part up. What famous figure and master of sarcasm made... Sonny. Okay. Kate Upton. (laughs) She's got a famous figure. But that's not... I don't think that's master of sarcasm. She's very sarcastic. I know, but maybe the rest of the question, maybe there's a lot of people that could fit that in Philadelphia. Uh, I'd rather be dead than be in Philadelphia. I'd rather be dead than be in Philadelphia. I, I know who it is, but I can't guess. I did. That was the person. It's pretty good too. Uh, was that Rodney Dangerfield? No, no. She. <laughs> I'd James, rather be dead than be in Philadelphia. Oh, is that, that, that WC Fields? WC Fields. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> One of the three Stooges, or Stooges, as he wrote it, was born in Philadelphia. Who was it? And you got pretty good. Shyamalan. Yeah. Curly. That's wrong. Sonny. Yeah. Mo. No. Shemp. Larry. That's it. Ah, Larry. What, what By the way, Zane, that's how you spell student. I know, Tyler. Thank where you was for Shemp, ringing. Where was Shemp born? Uh, Shemp was born in uh, Toledo. All right. This famous seamstress made the uh, first American flag. Sonny. Did you want to ring in, too? Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Betsy Ross. That is correct. I'm killing you. You want a drink? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Like, oh, I didn't Just, realize I was going to be learning all about Philly today on the show. Learning? You, you was the one that was doing the learning to us. So wait, you're done now with the season. So what do you do now? You take a break and do movies? You're going to do... Well, you know, we're, I'm always developing something else. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Ziering did Sharknado, then took a break from Sharknado, mm-hmm. and went and did um, the, the stripping the... What's that called? 
uh, Chippendales? Squirrels. Yeah, Chippendales. The squirrels. Yeah. Wow. So he did that. So that's something. He's yeah. got a he's got a rock and bob. You know how old yeah. he is? He goes to my gym. You know how he's old like he is? Fifty, right? He's fifty years old. Looks yeah. fantastic. Looks Ryan Zeering is fifty. Yeah, years old? looks fantastic. And he, and he, yeah, yeah, he does. I saw him and I, I randomly saw a story about him doing some kind of Chippendales thing. Yeah, that was yeah. And they were showing, and he was like, you know, all shredded up. And he's a nice guy. Wait, he's and CrossFit. You do CrossFit? Yeah, I keep hearing about this CrossFit. I don't know what the fuck it is. Hey, look, what is it? Look at me for a second. Because I do CrossFit. Do you? So if this is what you want, then you should do it. What is it? What is it? It's a workout, right? It's a. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. You don't even go. You're an explainer, or should I take it? Yeah, you do it. It's like they call it a box. Like so, it's it's like a box. You're you're you're. So you get inside a little box. Yeah, it's a big box. Okay, big with a rubber floor. Yeah, and then you got like big weights and you got pull-up bars and stuff like that okay. and then and then you go in every single day the workout's different but the good thing about it is that it's not just like you're doing uh calisthenics and stuff like yeah. that just that you 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 do a lot of like dead lifting and power power it's circuits jerks. it's circuit training well kind of it depends like yesterday was was pretty much just squats and then we did uh jump ropes <laughs> and uh sit-ups I don't care. Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know care. What? I'm not selling it. I, I just don't care. No. I, yeah. No. It sounds good. I mean, you know. Yeah. If Working you out. look, if you, if you, most people, it's I, I know, notice this about watching actors. Like a lot, most actors are just like lean and just normal, and that's a pretty marketable way to be. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a, you know, yeah. That's that's how I used to be, and, and then it's I hit easy. about 34, and then my and then my body decided, you know what, you're not going to be lean anymore. No. Unless you work really hard at it. Right. So that's what did, what's happening. What did Rob... I mean, well, we remember that when Rob famously decided to put on... What did he put on? 60 pounds? He put on 60 pounds, 60 yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. Did you think he was crazy when he did this? Um, yeah, of course. I was like... I, I mean, honestly, my, you know, he, he pitched this hard to us, and I, I was like... <laughs> and, you know, he's like, I think it'd be so funny. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but why would you want to... Like, it wasn't the... When he pitched it, I wasn't like, oh, my God, that is so fucking funny. That's hilarious. I was like, yeah, that's I, that's kind of funny. I don't know if it's worth gaining fucking 60 pounds and, like, ruining your <laughs> did body he get, for Did he get, like, as a person, did he get a little grumpier? No. He was fine? Yeah. It, it oddly huh. did not change his uh, work ethic, his personality, his energy level at all. And did it all come, did it really all come off? Or? Is it all? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, I mean, when I asked him about it, he said, "When I asked what the reasoning was behind it, it was he just said everybody on TV is good looking and thin." Well, Rob, ha- yes, I think it's funny. Here's the thing: way. Rob has body dysmorphia. He refuses to admit it, but he has body dysmorphia in his mind. Because when he, when I first met him, or when we first started really hanging out in LA, he probably weighed 135 pounds. Okay. okay. He walked is around. It, is that real? Like he was really that? Yeah, he, he. I probably walked around around 135 pounds. Wow. He's, he's five seven, maybe five eight. He might be five eight. Um, and he had this. Uh, you know, he still thinks that he's that guy. He still thinks he's this tiny, teeny, tiny little guy. Yeah. And so he works out super hard because he doesn't want to be that guy anymore. And I'm like, dude, you you don't. You're not that guy, you know. <laughs> um, but None of us are anymore. He's just, you know, I, 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 I'm always telling him he's got body dysmorphia. Do you but. feel like the pay it paid off ultimately? The, the what he put himself through. Uh, yeah, I know. I think it was really funny. I mean, one of my favorite things about it was that we didn't make that big of a deal out of it on the show. We just kind of what we decided would be funny would be to just kind of just let it be. That and then you know if it if it uh, played into the scene or the story at all, 
him being fat actually played into it, then we would comment on it. It would become a part of it, but it wasn't going to be like something. Well, we we're going to make a huge deal out of it, yeah. um, and then we did for one episode because to not address it would be weird. But um, you know, for I think a couple episodes, we made a big deal out of it. But um, he was very funny because he transformed as an actor. He transformed. He he changed into to this like kind of lethargic character, which I thought was very funny. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I but I mean, he, I think it's cool. He had to work really hard to do that. I mean, he 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 ate a shitload of food. I remember the first time I saw him. We it was years ago, and he came to this uh, book signing we were doing, and I was really taken aback. Yeah, because his face was round, and I thought, man. And he this is when he was on his way. Yeah, probably put on about thirty pounds at that point. Yeah, and that's when I asked him. I said, "What are you, what are you doing it for?" <laughs> Well, and he, he – you know, the, his trainer that he was working with was saying, you know, in order to pack on the most amount of fat, you actually have to work at – so he was like lifting weights really, really hard so that he could build up mass to tack the fat onto. Okay. But in my mind when I look at it, he just looked like his arms were huge. Like he looked like a bodybuilder with a stomach yeah. to me. You know what I mean? And I, I kind of wish he just stayed – like not worked out just at got, all. Just got really fat. And just got Soft, fat as fuck yeah. in the center. You know, you know I mean? that's right, man. Because we, I don't know. we went in. I remember a couple years ago, we went in and did Playboy Radio. Remember that? Yeah. Me, you, Danny, and Rob. Yeah. And there's, I have a picture of Rob where he's sitting on the couch, and you're right. He looks like, like he looks like a bodybuilder. His, yeah. his, it's he's got a tight white t-shirt, like on. Ian Ziering, like Ian Ziering, yeah. except younger. Yeah. 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 Um, how old were you guys when you started Sunny? In your twenties, right? Uh, when we first shot the original home movie, we, I was 27. Uh, Rob was 26. Charlie was 27 also. Yeah. Um, how did how did Charlie come into the picture? Where'd you guys meet him? Uh, Charlie, we'd known Char- we'd both known Charlie for a while. Um, just thought he was a really funny guy, and uh, originally he just we we kind of just uh, roped him into it as an actor, and then he eventually you know got much more involved, like very quickly got much more involved. And then Caitlin, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin didn't come around until we started doing the FX version of the show. Okay, yeah, she she auditioned for us. She did. Mm-hmm. Okay. God. Yeah. What a run! Yeah, and you got another season left. We got one more after this, and then possibly more. I don't know. We we're only signed on through ten, but we may do more. You would that. you want to keep going? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, we've still got stories in us. Um, we're still having fun. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely open to it. But didn't you want to kind of do some? I mean, you have done it, but I remember having a conversation. We wanted to do some more drama too, right? And to do some. Yeah, uh, I definitely do, and I will. You know, there's time for that. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that leaves the, a great thing too early. I mean, not that, not that after ten seasons is too early, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's we don't do that. But I don't, I don't feel like we're wearing out our welcome with Sunny because we don't do that many, and we only do ten episodes a season now. So we purposely keep it small so that we feel like we can kind of keep keep doing it and stay inspired so that we have more time outside of the show to do other things. I think there's a tremendous. I mean, I know a lot of people that are fans of the show, and and. A tremendous amount of excitement for the new season. With the promos are very funny, and yeah. I think you know that's tomorrow night, Wednesday night, 10 yep. p.m. Mm-hmm. F. Where is FXX? Is it right next to FX? Uh, what channel was it? Do you know? Uh, I don't know what channel it was, but uh, there's a website up now. Um, some kind of an, and I don't know it off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up, but um, there is a website where you can go to see uh, what channel it's on, and if uh-huh. you have that channel, and if you don't have that channel. Um, I believe you can. Uh, there's there's yeah. things you can do about it. Um, and let me see if and I. And is can the find. league the league still running right after you guys? Is that that still? Uh, running? Yes, the league is on right after us, followed by a show called Kamal Bell. What is it? Oh, the, okay, yeah, Kamal Bell. Yeah, yeah. If you go to getfxx.com, there you go. It will uh, tell you uh, where you can find. 
great shows like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you? Yeah. Are you? So you're, you're being the flagship comedy of FX. Do you guys get the biggest office and all that? Are you guys still in that same office you guys have been in all those years? Um, What's most important? Well, we've we've only been in there for two years, but yeah, you're talking about the one. Yeah, we got a nice the one with the bar in it. Yeah, we got a fun little setup. I brought some booze in there. It's for being me. anchored. Yeah. Yeah. The network's being anchored by the acclaimed hit comedy. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I like that. Acclaimed. 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 It is acclaimed. It's critically Although, acclaimed. Although, let me ask you this: no Emmys. What is up with that? I don't know. No th- nods, right? No nominations. You know, I think, uh, well, actually, we did get nominated. Our stunt coordinator got nominated for best st- stunts on a comedy this year. <laughs> best stunts on a comedy. You know um, what? Emmy nominated. And, <laughs> That's hey, true. So now we're an Emmy nominated show. Uh, no, I, I don't know what that is. I mean, I, my guess, our best guess is that when we first started, we were really, really small. We were really, really low budget. The show really looked like shit. And there weren't other shows on television like it, so it really flew under the radar. And the, because of the story, which is an interesting story, three guys got together, shot a home movie, and it became a television show. There was all this confusion in the business, like, oh, these were like contest winners, and they won, and they won like a little TV show, and it was like this little show that they made on their own for twenty bucks, and so nobody took it seriously. Um, you know, the the sort of big time Emmy. Guys, it was like you know, it was like our little teeny tiny show shot on the Panasonic DVX 100A. Hey, hey, uh, against you know shows like The Big Bang Theory and all that kind of shit, and everybody it was like, oh, that funny little show. Anyway, Emmys, you know, and it was like two different conversations, and we've never been able to to outgrow that for some reason. It's uh, we're still looked at as this like industry outsider show. And yet you you sort of blazed a trail for, I, I mean, directly, I think, with Louie, for instance, where, uh-huh. you know, the idea that they're going to say here, FX is going to say to you, we want you to make the show and use the same cameras you were using and go out and do it. That's the model they now use for yeah. Louie, right? I mean, they, and, yeah. and, and I don't know if they do it with any of the other shows, but you guys sort of created that. Yes, we did. Um, and that is the model that they continue to use. And Louie, Louis, Louis's deal as I understand it and I could be wrong about this is they give him a certain amount of money and it's yeah. not much no. and the, and then he goes off and writes them shoots them does them they don't give him any notes and, deliver, he, no, and think, he delivers them I think it's a few hundred grand and, and the deal is they get it and they, they air it the way and they, that's it the way they get it and, and if, you know, it's they, extraordinary I've never heard of anything like it um, <laughs> it's kind of and we've kind, we've almost gotten to that point where that's that's kind of how they treat us anyway just because they, they trust us so much now like we do get notes but we do send them scripts but it's usually this is great shoot it you yeah. know, and, it's very exciting. Uh, it's 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 awesome just because I you know I've been in the same position. Yeah, and to be able to make something and then continue to make that and do something that you love, it's it's not something that everyone no. gets to do, and it's just it's it's just awesome. It's pretty unheard of, and have that trust, you know. Yeah, it's 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 pretty unheard of, I, and, and and you know people are always telling me that that work on other shows how spoiled we are to be able to do that. I'm spoiled because I get to work with Dan. Gets to work with me. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that's beautiful. Uh, you know, you, it's like listen, it's like. I've had other people swallow sand to get that raspiness, <laughs> yeah. and they just they just don't do it. They it get sick. Work. They get yeah. sick. I, I commit to it. I gave pe- I said day. I gave, gave people like like just cartons of cigarettes. I do often wonder like what I'm going to sound like by the time I get to. It's only going to get worse. 16. It's not going to get better. I don't think it's because it, I didn't have this voice like yeah. ten years ago. I sounded like a girl. Yeah. Um, but is there ever been a show? One more question. Has there ever been a show idea when you talk about it that you guys wanted to do? And got pushback on it where they said you can't do it. Oh, an episode idea? An episode Um, idea where they said we can't do this. uh, The only time that's ever happened in my memory is uh, actually in season one. Um, We – the – 
the episode Charlie got molested was originally about um, uh, was originally about. I don't him. see the problem. At fir- like at first, I don't see the problem. Yeah, right, right off the bat, <laughs> yeah. what's the problem? Okay. Uh, originally, it was not a gym teacher that was being accused of molesting um, the McPoyles and Charlie in that episode. It was a priest, and they were worried that that was going to piss some people off in the Christian community and uh, that they were going to lose sponsors over it and all this kind of stuff. And our show had no track record at that point. We'd never even been on the air. Um, so while they thought it was funny and great and they wanted to do it, they they, want, they wanted us to be able to do it. They were too worried about it. And they said, we, we, can you change it to something else? At which point we literally almost quit. We almost said, you know what? Fuck you. That's yeah. not, that is not, this is the show. Are you fucking kidding me? And not, and, and our whole argument really was that the guy didn't even do it. In the context of, within the context of the episode, the character, the priest, did not commit this crime. Yeah. And the joke, the whole joke was that um, it was us idiots that were making it seem like he did it and accusing him of it and us being fearful that he did do it, kind of taking on the, the, the whole, you know, fear of what the Catholic Church, you know, everyone was being sure. molested in the Catholic Church. And it turns out this guy was a great guy and he didn't do it. So we were like, what's the problem? He's he's a good guy in the episode. Like, you can just see that meeting though. They're sitting in the room, going, "Okay, we have, we have pedophilia, we've got the Catholic Church, we've got you know and it, the, the the worry level going up." Yeah. Now, obviously, I bet you if you pitch something like that now, yeah, we'd be able you'd to be do able it. to do yeah, it. For maybe, sure. maybe like the church was one of the sponsors of the network. At the yes, time the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big big <laughs> uh, big sponsors. Kind of commercial time. <laughs> were. Oh God, we're gonna lose that account. <laughs> we right. were actually we were actually disappointed after the first season that we didn't get more blowback from the show. Like we we thought like oh man they're gonna really come after us and we had all the answers because the whole premise of the show is that most of the people in the world are are not doing anything wrong. It's the characters who are wrong, and that's what we're that's the whole idea behind the show is the yeah. characters are always doing the shit that's wrong. So. You know, it was a pretty defensible show in that respect, and and we were never trying to be offensive. So, but we thought people would misinterpret it, and you know, the, the FX was going to lose all these sponsors and all this kind of stuff. And nothing but in happened. in a way, you're kind of probably hoping that happens because then you get you're on the radar. Then all of a sudden, it's it, like, oh. yeah. I mean, well, it's not that that's what we were going for, but we thought, well, that's definitely going to happen, and that's only going to help us. Was yeah. there any um, blowback from the NGTA? The National Gym Teachers Association. No, there was no, no. Uh, the very no powerful no lobby. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. They were quiet. They That's were quiet. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, man, I am so excited for the sunny season. It's starting tomorrow. Yes. 10 p.m. on FXX. Glenn Howerton. Uh, also thank uh, Aiden Demarest who's Aiden here before Demarest with his uh, bay and blue coat and, and all that other stuff. And uh, Glenn, where can they find you on the uh, to the Twitter? Where are you going right now? Can they find you someplace? Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at, at Glenn Howerton. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. You got your name? All right. Yeah, yeah you it's got your name. Yes. I got my name. Dan did not. I did not. Yeah. There's a more famous Dan Dunn out there. Or just a faster one. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!